The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is your twice-weekly progressive politics and current events podcast, and this is episode number 195, and it's May 21st as I'm bringing this to you guys. It's Monday. Welcome back. As always, I'm your host, X, and joining me once again this episode are Felicia and Kyle, two of my best buddies that I have in the world right now, and we're going to go over some headlines and some current events and stuff for you, but uh, they're not here to talk about it. I'm doing this in post again this week because... Fuck, we ran out of time. The three and a half hour long recording sessions, and sometimes we forget to do the simple stuff like the intros and letting everybody know how we're doing and all that fun stuff. However, not trying to make you guys go there, but it is worth it this week. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about Bill Gates uh, kind of hating on Trump a little bit. It's kind of funny. Uh, we're going to have a long, lengthy discussion about Ken Ham and uh, belief in aliens, which is really interesting. Uh, we have a fun with real audio clip featuring Dave Dobbenmeyer. Uh, we have another science clip where we're talking about possible oceans underneath the Earth that you might want to check out. And uh, after the closing and all that fun stuff, we do have a rather lengthy comments from trolls. Because once again, somebody doesn't understand how the fuck consent works. Yes, we're going to go over that topic once again because Dave Silverman apologists keep coming out of the fucking woodwork. Anyway. This is the Utah Outcast, and we're going to pass you off to our first little commercial break before we hit that first headline to share with you a show that you really should be listening to if you're a fan of ours. Anyway, this is the Utah Outcast, and we'll be right back. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic, or follow my Twitter at hardcore skeptic. This one comes to us from USA Today, and I know there's other places where I grab you could have grabbed this from, but I just happened to get it from there. In a video that was recently obtained by MSNBC, and there's video evidence of that, this out there, you might want to go check it out. Bill Gates had revealed that on two occasions he had met with Trump after the election in 2016. Mm-hmm. Once at Trump Tower in December 2016, and then again in March at the White House. Hmm. Trump asked him if human immunodeficiency virus, you know, HIV, uh, and human papillomavirus were the same thing. No. Not even HIV close. HIV and HPV. Ugh. 
very different things. Yeah, very, I know they very, both have very... an H and a V. Yeah. So both times, Bill Gates says here, both times he wanted to know if there was a difference between HIV both and times. HPV. Both, both times. times. This man could not retain the difference between immunodeficiency it... and papilloma. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And Bill Gates says, so I was able to explain that those are rarely confused with each other. Yes. <laughs> almost, almost never. I don't know how you could. They're and in the video. In the video, Bill, the audience that was there just started rolling with laughter because, I mean, we have a fucking idiot for a present. So it says here that Bill Gates was speaking during a meeting of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, staff earlier this week, according to the MSNBC host, Chris Hayes. It, it's out there if you guys want to go view it. But it says here, Gates also described a time that he saw Trump speaking with his 22-year-old daughter, Jennifer Gates. And then this is what he says here. This is Bill Gates saying. And then, like 20 minutes later, he flew in on a helicopter to the same place. So clearly, he had been driven away, but he wanted to make a grand entrance in a helicopter, Bill Gates said. Uh, that's not surprising. Oh my god. <laughs> when I first talked to him, it was actually kind of scary how much he knew about my daughter's appearance, said Bill Gates. Oh my Melinda, god. Melinda did not like that too well. No. What? <laughs> yeah, 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 I He's creepy as fuck. That man. is so skeezy. <laughs> a skeezy president. God, man. this guy and he knows he can get away with it, and he can because his base is just like it's fine. Oh, we've got that coming up later too. God damn oh. it! Uh, let's see. <laughs> I love it is when the week H comes together. Is HPV and HIV the same thing? Oh, my they're not God. even the same letter. How could he think they're the same thing? And they're not even. I mean, they're not even involved in the same thing, you know. It's, no, they're I mean, they're they're both different. They both come about from human sexuality. I get that. However, but you can get HIV from not sex. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, you can get HPV from from non-sex. From non -sex Yeah, I guess that's true. But, that's, but, but that's, you can get a lot of things from sex and not sex. Did right, you know, yeah, yeah. You know that um, if a woman has sex and she has a yeast infection. And she sleeps with a guy, uh, particularly if he is intact, uh, i.e. has a foreskin. She can give him a yeast infection. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, but you can also get yeast infections from not that. Yeah. But that's not the same thing. Hey, I as... brew beer. You can get yeast infections from anywhere. Yeah, you like can. The wind, oh, it's yeah. carried in on the fucking wind. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, God, girl, and just like, you Wipe wear the wrong, the wrong short. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wipe the wrong way. That's a good way to get That's a bacterial UTI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Die or yeah. Uh, bacterial vaginosis, which is not okay. yeast infection. So carrying on here, uh, Gates said <laughs> that he, when he met with Trump, the newly elected, newly elected president asked him if vaccines were a quote unquote bad thing. <laughs> no, no. Well, you have you have to think um, that. That Trump was being talked to by uh, what the fuck is his name? Robert Kennedy, the whatever the the, yeah, the that, youngest the, the the guy that's the the talk show host. I used to listen to him on Air America all the time. I don't remember what his name is, but he's one of those anti-vax people, and like Trump was starting to buy into that shit. And mm -hmm. so Gates, when Gates met with him, he not uh, starting. And to, Trump, he's had vaccine doubts for years. Well, and well, he was yeah. exploring. Trump was actually exploring forming a commission to look into the, quote, ill effects of vaccines. Yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. And thankfully, Bill Gates is like, I'm rich enough. I could tell this guy to go fuck himself. He said, <laughs> Bill Gates said, I said, no, that's a dead end. That would be a bad thing. Don't do that. <laughs> so he had to talk to Trump like a child to get no, him to understand this good. shit. Vaccines are good for you. Yeah, they're good. They're very, very good. They do good things. Yes. The ill and effects of vaccine. Jesus Christ, this guy. I just wish the anti-vaxxers would just go away and get polio on their own time. <laughs> I just, I, oh, you don't believe in vaccinations? Well, let's put you in this cesspool of shit. That, Could you, you know, imagine Captain America if he encountered anti-vaxxers? Have you seen that? Have you seen? I that? saw the cartoon, but I didn't feel oh like my they did God, a good enough so job. Because, <laughs> like, they were like the comments on it were like, "Oh, I love the idea of super social justice, uh, Captain America." I'm like, "No, the implications of this are so much better." Like that he is horrified, and he wouldn't say fucking. Mm-hmm. He is horrified at the idea that people are rejecting vaccines because he was an ill child. You guys mm-hmm. need to go look it look it up where it's it's uh, Captain America and vaccinations where. Yeah. Uh, Steve Rogers, in the in, if he was in this current timeline, he'd be like, "Vaccinate your fucking kids," yeah. and you know, Captain America would not say fucking. But the funny thing is, is like, I had whooping cough and I broke two ribs. You can ask Bucky about this, and Bucky's like, "Oh, don't involve me in this shit." <laughs> but like, I like, yeah. he's like, I I was so sick, I was willing to do anything. I let them inject me with fucking super soldier serum that could kill me <laughs> just to get a cure. <laughs> Vaccinate your kids. <laughs> they injected me with blue shit, and then they shot me with something called fucking Vitarays. Vitarays. Are you serious? <laughs> I forget about that. Vitarays. <laughs> I forgot about that. They kind of just murderize that one right away, don't they? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, that's what I love about the Golden Age comic stuff, where they're just like, and here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like sure. they don't go to any kind of explanation, or what you know, you try to do like how they do in comics these days, where they they try to give you a little bit of backstory and a little bit of information, and this is how it could be pseudoscifically, you know, kind of science kind of stuff going on here. Uh-huh. It's more like, and then he pulled out his bat gun. You know, it's like, <laughs> sure, okay, I'm, I'll go with it. Unobtainium, <laughs> I, yep, you got it. Yeah, that's why I don't mm-hmm. fucking hate Av- Avatar because I can get over that little shit. I right can there. get it's over like, unobtainium. <laughs> I can get over it. My coworker was like, he for some reason was profoundly misunderstanding Black Panther. He's like, so Wakanda exists in a different dimension. He said the force field, and he goes, what? Like he's like, but isn't it like in a different dimension? I said, nope, same no, same planet, no, the force same field. continent, mm-hmm. force field. Did you not notice the border tribe where they made them he look was like not they were tracking. living poor? He was not, yeah. and he was like, uh. I was like, they use vibranium. He goes, well, how does that work? I go, it's magic, basically, like, yeah, it's just magic. <laughs> It, it makes it. power. It's it, mm-hmm. it absorbs That's any kind of shock. You know, yeah. they run things on it. How we don't fucking know. She <laughs> pulls a bullet out. Shuri pulls a bullet out of Agent Coulson 2.0's back and is like, <laughs> that, "I did it with vibranium. How did she do it with vibranium? Don't know. It's mm, magic. Don't, know. don't care. It's fucking comics. Yeah, <laughs> and he eats the heart shaped herb, and it is this. It's based. He's Captain America now. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, we saw that in Infinity War, where yeah. he was fighting shoulder to shoulder with them, and it's like, yeah. huh, they're like the same power. Hmm, how about mm-hmm. that? Which is still kind of funny, because if you think about Captain America, he's just a very strong gymnast. That's about all he's got going for Yeah, <laughs> He doesn't get hurt as easy either, right? No, well, no, no I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he... I love Cap, you guys. 
I decided Cap and T'Challa are my favorite equals. I love them both very much. Are we talking about MCU or just like in general? MCU. I don't know okay. comic. Yeah. Comic Cap is a lot different. <laughs> I mean, mm. not terribly different, but he's and not, he's not as charming. Yeah, he's not nearly as charming, and T'Challa is a little bit more arrogant. Yeah. Oh, I really love T'Challa. He was. Mm. Yeah, he Chadwick was, Boseman's really fucking good. As he, that yeah. Character. <laughs> that, the way they did that character, oh, and it so lacked toxic masculinity. I was like, ah. Well, what amazing. do you think? <laughs> he like just has a genuine, easy respect for the women in his life, and he's vulnerable, <laughs> and he's sincere. Like, uh, and and everything that President Trump is not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. He would never imagine like researching the looks of someone's daughter before he met that person. He wouldn't. Oh, he so could not gross. even think of that. He would. Mm. I wonder he, how that went. Like Trump is like around a Kia. Trump's like you have a meeting with. Uh, someone tells him you have a meeting with Bill and Melinda Gates this week about you know science and blah 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 and like ah, I don't really care. They have a daughter. Ooh, tell me pictures. It's like yeah, fucking gross, <laughs> man. Oh, and, God. Uh, Okay, the fact that he knew more about his daughter than vaccines tells you everything you need to know because he clearly had the time to learn about Bill Gates and he chose not to learn about Bill Gates' huge vaccination programs and instead was like, so your daughter's fuckable. <laughs> she's 22, right? Yeah, she's an adult. Yeah, I'd put two in the pink. He's like, Bro, fuck you, Trump. No, okay, like, Trump would not put two in the pink. All right, he is not. No, 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 not at all. No, not no, at all. No, and you remember on Deadpool he, when the he first one, when he got his hand lopped off and yeah. he had that little baby hand? I do remember. <laughs> that's, that's oh my god, Trump that's was. that. Yeah, that's why he thinks his hands are big. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks massive in my hands. <laughs> like backwards for Trump. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Aren't you teaching that humans are animals? Are we animals? Yeah. We're just animals. animals. Breathe air. Okay. Isn't that good? So all life is related, right? Of course, right? there's a few of us. From your perspective. Like lizards. So the Patheos blog uh, has a lot of great authors out there, especially in the, the non-religious section. And this one comes from Love, Joy, Feminism that's out there. In a recent news article, Ken Ham noted that the high level of belief in aliens in our society and asked why some people are so ready to believe in aliens but yet reject God. Because hmm. it's more plausible that yeah, it's a question of plausibility and probability. What's the what's the what's the equation? What is it? Fermi's equation, or what? What? Which which is the one where they're like talking about where in uh, oh. the universe you have this many galaxies, and in each oh. galaxy you have this many planets, and on these planets you have this much chance of this being a, this kind of culture. I, I'm sure somebody will let us know. I, I'm but. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I know what you're talking about, but I, I, I also can't. I keep think thinking of, of Fermi's paradox, but I don't think that's it. I don't. Um, I don't think so. Um, let me Google that real quick. Fermi's Fermi paradox. I have no idea what that one is. Uh, contradiction between the lack of evidence of high probability of estimates for existence. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Oh, uh, it's high, a... yeah, Fermi paradox. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad I got that one right. Oh, it's the Drake equation. Oh, yeah, the Drake equation. The, the, yeah, the, the probabilistic argument. Par- paradox is the, the Christmas light thing. Yeah, the lack of yeah. evidence and high probability estimates for the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations. And the Drake equation is the problematic argument. I'm sorry, probabilistic argument used to estimate yeah. the number of active communi- communicative extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, okay, never mind. That's that's going back to fucking Carl Sagan <laughs> Cosmos shit that I remember yeah. back when I was younger. Anyway, uh, Kinham strays awfully close to Good a God. greater reality, seeming without actually realizing it. And this is his quote here. It's interesting that so many people are willing to believe in alien life for which there is no evidence. Hmm. No. No, let's no, not go with that. Let's not, let's not go with evidence. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about life, God. We have evidence that life is likely to exist in lots of places. Yeah. That's likely. not but we don't we don't have actual like here's a fossil. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't we don't have direct mm-hmm. evidence, but we have Yeah. Uh we there. You went there. Yeah. <laughs> Neither for you, buddy. You haven't been to all the planets. Don't tell me there's no life. That's almost like you saying you you weren't there. You you haven't been to the other planet, so mm-hmm. you weren't there. Shut up. And Ken Ham says here that people often automatically assume, for for example, that any pulsating light signal from out of space or unexplained flying object is from aliens. Yet these same people will often reject the overwhelming evidence of God's existence seen throughout what He has made. Yeah, that's both of you are using the word evidence wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are both doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And from the, the Lovejoy Feminism blog says, this is such a strange parallel to make. Uh, just last week, uh, him at Meta wrote, a pic- wrote about a picture that went viral because people said a moth caught in the foreground was an angel. You've seen the picture, haven't you? Where oh, it's yeah, like yeah. a picture of a, a truck where it looks like an angel. Like it's just a vague figure with light reflecting yeah. off of it. It's mm-hmm. like... It's a moth. Yeah, it's a moth. <laughs> and it says it says here that it doesn't take much Googling to find cases where people have claimed that a light falling in a particular pattern or a glare on camera are angels. And the person wrote that writes his blog says, human beings are like patterns. When we think we've found one, even if we haven't, we like to attribute it to something. Yeah. Sometimes that means we attribute it to supernatural religious forces, miracles, visions, and angels. Sometimes it means we attribute it to other supernatural or near supernatural phenomena, such as ghosts or aliens. Well, like like uh, like these, uh, what you assign it to are cultural. Yeah, you're not getting yeah, that you're too. not getting yeah. people in rural villages uh, in China having visions of Christ. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So, like that. So how do there's you explain a- that? How do you like? You're not getting people getting visions of Christian angels where they just their culture just doesn't have that concept or it's not discussed enough, like where it's just not a widely held thing. Uh, Cultures that don't believe in ghosts don't have ghost sightings. They have other sightings. They have sightings of other things. Mm -hmm. Now, the author here says that it's ridiculous to think that something you see in the sky is a UFO, UFO. And it is. It's just as ridiculous to think that something weird you see in the sky is an angel. Uh, of course, the picture is not as simplistic as this, and it's possible that Ham is just a condemnatory of angel sightings. But when it comes to belief in alien life and the supernatural, there are at least two things going on. First, there is a belief in the possibility of a thing. 
God's existence or the existence of aliens based on large form reasoning. Yes. Ken Ham would say that the very existence of the universe is evidence of a creator God. An individual thinks that extraterrestrial life is likely might argue that with billions of stars and millions of years of time, it is unlikely that alien life hasn't evolved somewhere. Right. And yeah. I'm willing to concede that that one's a lot more fucking logical. Oh, yeah, than that's the very logical. Life existing, evolving somewhere else is not the same as saying it's been here. It's life, very- life is ubiquitous across the, the fucking universe. I'm guaranteeing that it's ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. It's something I, that just... I agree fucking happens with it's like the the laws of uh, the 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 six constants that we have in the universe where if one of them was to be tweaked the whole fucking universe wouldn't exist you know you have you have the the, the multiverse theory where uh, the mm-hmm. gravitation constant isn't the same or you the the mass of an electron isn't the same and it just doesn't fucking work there's probably billions if if you believe multiverse theory or bubble universe theory where there's probably billions and tr- quadrillions of failed fucking universes and we're just in the one where it just happened to have things lined up right this time you yeah know? It's, it's amazing that we we live in a universe that supports life well and if we're talking probabilities and if it um, works here if it works on this planet we're nothing fucking special it's very yeah, yeah. there are far more like there's far more likely planets like, yeah and 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 what life looks like on that is i would love to know and we're, I would love we're, to know where you know the the mode of dust suspended on a sunbeam of light kind of thing. Where yeah. it's like we're on a fucking mud ball, yeah. like like out in the middle of an unfucking Our nobody cares section of the soul of the of the galaxy. You in know, in an unremarkable galaxy next mm-hmm. in an next to an unremarkable star on the edge. Like we're not, it's <laughs> we're, we're just special. a tiny little blue dot suspended in a sunbeam. Everything that has been. And will ever be that is human is there. Well, maybe not will ever be, but what, what, and, and it's not likely to think that life evolved in a way that would function the way we do. So, uh, one thing that we often do do is assume that all life is exploratory, right? Um, but obviously that's just not true. Not all life is exploratory. And and there is no pinnacle of evolution, right? No. Um, but one thing that humans did uh, was we ventured out across open water. We left yeah. Africa into open water. Yeah, the Dothraki wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> and not all societies did, but some people did. And then humans just kept going. And there's something in our species that was evolutionarily selected for that movement and exploratory explore, exploration was curiosity curiosity you know. was good for us but what would massively intelligent life look like on another planet would they even want to explore did they just do they just inhabit one small region of their planet that that they're the most quote-unquote intelligent life on that planet that's a possibility and that would mean that yep. they would never ever ever consider looking skyward mm-hmm. that's a possibility and they might even be smarter than us than in so many ways but just Explore, exploration is not necessarily a guarantee. We might no. be the only species that got advanced enough to think about going skyward and then does it and tries to explore. And if we're, and like, think about, like, maybe we're not even the only one, but that would still be very rare that that evolutionary drive would happen in disparate worlds. 
And then they would have yeah. to happen at the same time where they could mm-hmm. find each other and develop technology enough to find each other within tiny little spans of time. Mm-hmm. And you start talking about all this and then you're like, no, God did it. And suddenly like, or like aliens did it, and it's like, no, that's not enough. That's not enough of an answer. You're both that's way wrong. too simplistic of an answer. That's not you know. enough of an answer. That yeah. That does not count for infinity. <laughs> so the the second point that the 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 author here brings up is that there is a belief in the possibility of a thing, either God's existence or the existence of aliens, based on an individual or small firm small form incidences. A Christian might look at a pattern of light in a hospital or a moth in the foreground of a photo and see an angel. Someone who believes in aliens might look at a shape in the sky or an odd light at night and ascribe it, ascribe that to alien life. And I think they're talking about the people that are the UFO believers kind of right. thing. Not, yeah. not yeah. us people where we're like, yeah, probably UFOs. You know, UFO to me doesn't mean like aliens did it. That just means that's a weird fucking thing in the sky. I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. Could be a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Could be lots of things. Ball lightning was a thing when I was a kid in Louisiana. So mm-hmm. uh, let's see. There was a study that came out where it, uh, had a graphic where it said, uh, believe in extraterrestrial life varies dramatically by religious affiliation or lack thereof. So percentage of respondents that, that were asked the question, do you believe in the existence of extraterrestrial life? What do you think the biggest return would be for, for this one would be, okay, I'll just tell you it's agnostic atheist and other yeah. are like the, by far the largest percentages of it. Or yes, I believe mm-hmm. in their existence of extraterrestrial life. The, smallest one besides i prefer not to respond with a yes or you know the 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 prefer not to respond gave the most answers and i'm not sure because that's just being agnostic about this kind of thing i was gonna say i'm agnostic (laughs) on the existence of life i mean i'm fairly certain it exists but until i know like agnostic atheists are 55 percent say yes they do believe no 15 percent say no they don't believe and 30 percent are agnostic about the whole thing Christians are split in like a three-way tie. Yes, no, and not sure. Like all around 33%. Wow. So, I mean, they, they by far are the, the least believing in this kind of thing. Hindus believe much more than Christians do. Jewish believe more than the Hindus do. Muslims, surprisingly, even more than the Jewish folk. Just, just second to atheists. So. Wow. Really interesting hmm. there. That is interesting. Uh, and this was like 50, 58,000 people surveyed. So it's Whoa, not a small sample that's a number. So big sample. That is. No, sorry. 5,800. Oh, sorry. 5,800. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, not Still quite a big that. sample. Sorry. Still, it's a big sample. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the study does not break down the reasons for belief in the extraterrestrial life based on the massive number of planets in our universe, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, there was also a breakdown of the belief in extraterrestrial life by Christian denomination, which is interesting for reasons that this author will explain shortly, is that uh, the who do you think the least believing you know group of Christians would be? Evangelicals. Yeah, yeah. Baptists, Baptists, mm-hmm. and other are about twenty percent say uh, yes that there's alien life out there, M- but most of them say no. Uh, Eastern Orthodox yes. and Catholic are more because Catholics have more of a as much Catholics as Catholics are weird, man. Like for that, for most Catholics I know, um, you know, like ninety percent of Catholic women who use birth control, even though the Catholic they're Church liberal. They're yeah, <laughs> they're liberal, even though like the Catholic Church is intensely conservative. Um, most Catholics I know, it's just the idea of God is comforting, and then the rest, like that's just it. It's just they don't, they're not, they're 
they don't, they're not going to dive into the logistics of it. It's just comfort. It's just a, it's just a belief that there is a God. And then the rest of the shit is up for us to figure out. That's it. And like, it's, 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 it's this really weird cognitive dissonance for them. And in the Catholics I've known where it's like, science is real. This is real. But my God belief is over here. And that's just Mm -hmm. for me personally. It's like non-overlapping magisteria. Yeah, exactly. To them, it's, they're not, like when I've talked to my dad, he's just. They're able to compartmentalize it. Yeah, it it is compartmentalized. It's just this, it's just this part of their experience is God. That this, this belief. And then the rest of it is evidence is needed. And God of the gaps for a lot of Catholics I've known, God of the gaps is irrelevant because like they don't need to explain how God did things. It just is. It's just, it's just a constant. And the rest of it is for us to figure out. It's really interesting how that's most Catholics I've known. Obviously that's anecdotal, but there is yeah. numbers to back that up in the fact that Catholics are largely Democrats. Catholics are, you know, women, Catholic women, uh, use birth control. Uh, the Catholics by and large as a demographic don't go conservative, which is very interesting. So yeah, <laughs> like I think it's, I just think it's how long the Catholic church has been around and how casual being a Catholic has become. Yeah. So Ken Ham, uh, explains his opposition to aliens as follows here. It says that now the Bible doesn't say whether there is or not animal or plant life in outer space. I certainly suspect not. The earth was created for human life. Oh, and the yeah. sun and the moon were created for signs and our seasons and declare the glory of God. So in other words, the entire purpose of the universe is wrapped up in God's plan for humankind. The sun, the moon, and well, the stars were created this, for... Why not make sorry. the earth work better then? Why do people die in earthquakes? <laughs> that doesn't make so sense. Ham, Ham does go on and he says, And I do believe that there can't be other intelligent beings in outer space because of the meaning of the gospel. You see, the Bible makes it clear that Adam's sin affected the whole universe. This means that any aliens would also be affected by Adam's sin, but because they are not Adam's descendants, they can't have salvation. Man, that's fucking weird. Um, Why would one day the whole matter? That's ridiculous. One day the whole universe will be judged by fire. That's even fucking crazier. And there will be new heavens and a new heaven and earth. God's son stepped into history to be Jesus Christ, the God-man, to be our relative, and to be the perfect sacrifice for sin, the savior of mankind. Jesus did not become the God-Klingon or the God-Martian, it says here. Only descendants of Adam can be saved. Well, but wait, why would you assume Jesus didn't become God-Klingon? And I... I've been watching a lot of anime recently, and this guy needs to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion if he wants to talk about Descendants of Adam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting fucking... That's super nerdy for some folks out there that might enjoy that joke out there, but... Uh, God's Son remains the God-Man as our Savior. In fact, the Bible makes it clear that we see the Father through the Son, and we see the Son through His Word. To suggest that aliens could respond to the Gospel is just totally wrong. But why? What if, what if the aliens from, like, District 9 or from, like, Alien Nation decided to become like full-on evangelicals like that i mean that would be worrisome but at the same time it'd be fucking fascinating for that kind of thing to happen yeah but why couldn't it like he just says so god's telling a story to humans so yeah it it only pertains to humans i mean the rest of you can fuck off we don't tell stories without personification it doesn't happen like you we 
constantly project human emotions onto, say, animals. I mean, look at Bruce the shark in Finding yeah. Nemo, right? Like, even our stories about animals are, <laughs> are we personify, and that's I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, you know, if we're looking Fucking at action, go to like an AA meeting for carnivores. <laughs> Fish are oh, that's such a clever movie. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, and his whole reasoning, it doesn't make. It does not make sense. If 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 your god created an entire universe for one tiny planet, why the fuck create an entire universe? Like well, why not the, make the, the solar bigger? the solar system knew, would just be fine? If God knew we were going to have overpopulation problems. Why not make the planet bigger? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean not that we actually, most of our space isn't even taken up and overpopulation is something yeah. absolutely could address, but capitalism mm -hmm. fucks us over on that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. But it, the thing is, like, there's so many things on this planet that are so inhospitable. We can't, we can't, we can't function 90 on 90% of this planet. <laughs> we cannot exist on. We cannot yeah. survive on. Right. Like, why? Why yeah. if this planet yeah. was made for us, why is it so inhospitable? Yeah. Yeah, we're well, really if, good yeah. at surviving in it, but that's just relative, right? Like right. we're just good yeah. at it compared to a lot, but we're not even the most successful species if we're talking like covering the planet. Ants are kicking our ass. Yeah, yeah. Ants are this our this falls ass. back I just, this falls back specifically to the the water that thinks that the puddle was made specifically for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that you get from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but at the same time, it's like it's not the same thing because this place wasn't perfectly made for us. It no. wasn't. It's it isn't perfectly it's suited to us. Horribly imperfect, and and, and, if, and so that doesn't it, make sense to me. Like I don't understand how he has that un unless he's coming from such a place of privilege. There it is. Hold on, he's coming <laughs> from such a place of privilege mm -hmm. that he has not had to exist in the places that are inhospitable to human life. He has not had to exist in, say, food deserts in the inner he, city. He hasn't even he had to exist. He came from that. Australia, though. I mean, that's well, no, inhospitable they, they, to humankind. They, yeah, but we've got a really good. Out. They, they, they kicked him out, yeah. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, if he's, if he's grown up middle class, which I guarantee he has, he's always had air conditioning. He's always had food in the refrigerator. He, like, he doesn't have to consider these concepts. It's, mm -hmm. it's the same thing, like, yeah. white people who can't wrap their heads around white privilege who are like i'm not privileged i have to work for what i have uh it's that same thing where it's like mm -hmm. uh, they tell you that you're ungrateful if you are complaining about certain things they yeah. say you're ungrateful and you're like no there's just shit that's fucked up and they're like i've never seen it and he says <laughs> this earth was so perfectly created for us but it wasn't and that's because no. he refuses to see it that way because he's never had to Right, he never right. had to see, and, to actually yeah. see how it fails us pretty much a hundred percent of the time. Right. Well, and he and, doesn't understand the tenacity of life. I mean, we have grown up despite the planet not really being made for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, if you want to talk about something that's made for this planet, algae, algae's fucking yeah. it works fucking everywhere. You know, yeah, um, E. coli. Yeah, back certain single cell bacteria mm -hmm. or like viruses and stuff. They, they yes. are more suited to being on this planet there than we are. Single cell bacteria. Water bears. Fucking <laughs> water bears. Kicking our ass evolutionarily. Like they're just fucking great. Like nothing kills them. <laughs> and I mean, there are 
We Even the are... vacuum of space is nothing to them. <laughs> exactly. We're fucking fine. Like, what? No, we're, we're barely weak. Now, we're big, and we're good at tools and patterns, mm-hmm. and therefore, we see our success, which is obvious on the planet because we can affect the whole fucking thing as a collective. Yeah. As a collective. But well, we we are collectives. That's the funny that's thing about this shit is that we cannot <laughs> it. And yet our col- our collective culture has taken on a value of individualism, which is not <laughs> the same as valuing the individual. But oh, I'm yeah. I'm wondering if you if you understood what I meant there. Like as a human, we are a giant fucking collective. We are nothing um, without our bacteria. Of, of yeah. uh, gut bacteria. I mean, even the fucking mitochondria that power mm-hmm. our cells it don't belong there. No, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ours. They weren't ours. They weren't even animal. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, just the bacteria that lives on our skin. Just if we could actually strip our skin of the bacteria that lives on it, it would kill us dead. <laughs> it would kill us dead. We are nothing. Like, but there are bacteria on our skin that don't need our skin to survive. But we need our Absolutely. bacteria. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, these minutia of little, and that, but then he, you would meet a Christian and they would say, that's proof of God's ingenious plan. And I would say, it's not, though, because no. that same bacteria on our skin that we need to live can cause us illnesses. Yeah. Yeah. The same and, gut bacteria that cause our food to be digested a certain way, if it's ingested through this hole, will fucking kill you. You know? Yeah. Uh, the acid in our stomachs can kill you. <laughs> the acid existing in our stomachs. That's a terrible system. <laughs> the bad system. <laughs> our teeth. Our teeth killed us. That's why the the we died so young back in the day. Because of our teeth. <laughs> fucking abscess, yeah. Just yeah. Fucking, <laughs> fucking infections. I mean, I, I've had a UTI that was so bad that I was pretty sure that if I didn't get treatment, it could have killed me. <laughs> and that I was young. I was in my early twenties. And I would Oh, did you dead. have some learning to do? <laughs> yeah, hot tubs is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go. Anyway, so final note here is that like Ken, when you're thinking about, you know, humans are the only thing that exists, like you need to fucking understand what brought about humanity in the first place, but that's also asking like an elephant to play me the piano like on big. It's something you're never going to see them do <laughs> unless you specifically train them to do that. Well, and we'd ha- we would have to go to absolutely horrible methods to train Ken Ham on learning fucking evolutionary theory and understanding the fucking the, the very fact that we are our own biomes. He's you too know, afraid. Ourselves and so. Well, no, he, he's, he's, he's too afraid. afraid and his, his worldview his worldview is so freaking narrow it. It but that he discounts it. he discounts the entire goddamn universe as point, relevant at this yeah. point his entire well-being is dependent mm-hmm. on him believing this shit his entire income his entire yeah. community everything he has ever built around his life is dependent on him believing in creationism you know how hard it is to convince somebody of to dis- disbelieve something that their entire existence relies them on them. Yeah. yeah, you can't do it. You cannot do it. Like I said, we'd but, have to break out the fucking hooks on maybe, sticks. And <laughs> but maybe if people weren't reliant on um, having to produce meaningfulness in a capitalist society. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep going back to this. 
But I'm just saying, if we had a universal base income, it'd be a lot easier to convince people away from these yeah. ideas. Oh, but yeah. we're we're also very much off topic. So <laughs> let's just say that when it comes to aliens versus you know religion, mm-hmm. it's more plausible to me because we have the numbers when it comes to uh, aliens being something that could exist, as opposed yeah, to the infinite far. regressive theory that you get when it yeah, comes to fucking gods existing. It's more likely that, like probability speaking. Um, multiple gods is more likely that it created a chaotic planet than it is a singular god. Yeah. Yeah, because that that singular god is really fucking hobbled when it comes to what he can and can't do. It's very... (laughs) As we've seen. If he's a perfect god and he can't create evil, then how come evil exists? But then he created the devil, so the devil created evil, but then that means he created evil. God damn it, it's all fucked! Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. You know, it's not fair. I, I really don't think it's fair that Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer knows that Right Wing Watch is watching him. I mean... <laughs> that's, too, that's too meta. Well, because it's it's, yeah. it's like he it's like he's teeing up things to talk about, and that's exactly what he does in this video. But I I couldn't fucking believe what he said. Uh, and for people that are wondering why there's not going to be video content along with this one, the video sucked so bad content wise that I'm not even going to share it with you guys. So no we're just going to keep it audio. Like well, it's it's like it's only thirty seconds of a video, but it skips mm-hmm. so bad. I'm like everybody has those every once in a while. Where like your shit doesn't stream the way that you hoped it would have ha- would have done, you know, happens to us, happens to fucking Coach Dave, obviously. So that's why you're only gonna get get us talking about it. So let's uh let's go ahead and have Coach cue up this fucking softball. Right wing watch gonna love this. Not fair. Be See, with it, except for uh, ending slavery, the uh, the wrong army won the Civil War. Wait, what? You catch that? What? The, the wrong, wrong army. army won the civil war whoa yeah no how do, you, how do you how do you figure i mean aside from aside from ending slavery the wrong army won the civil war not aside that's it that's the only thing that's it we can sit here and talk about how the north had committed atrocities and their soldiers did terrible things yeah, yeah. war was fucking disgusting and it can bring out the worst in people ending slavery was the thing we fought a civil war to end it this is one of those idiots where he believes that the war was about states rights though oh that is the one of the worst fucking lies that's been spread yeah i mean it was about states rights but it was about states rights in order to preserve the slavery slavery 
They wanted to own people. That's it. That's the yeah. end of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear what else he has to say. We would have been better off with states' rights with the South having won and the slaves being free. Okay, that's not a thing. No. They wouldn't have freed the slaves, though. That's the thing. The right. I mean, if you if you really wanna if you really wanna go down the, the hypothetical rabbit hole, sure. Maybe if the South had won, maybe we would be in a similar we may, we might we might still be in a similar situation with the abolishment of slavery. But I I I don't think things would have turned out the same way. Later, it would have come a lot fucking later. Because the thing was that it was economically a right. good idea. And there were people in the, don't 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 mix it up. There were people in the North who wanted slavery. And right. if, mm-hmm. and there would have been more slavery. Right. It would have mm-hmm. taken longer to defeat. And that means that I mean slavery only ended hundred and fifty years ago, you guys. Right. hundred and fifty. If right. we delayed that anymore, imagine the ramifications. Imagine yeah. the horrific ramifications of that. Right. Right. No, there is better off with states' rights. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself forever. <laughs> wow, that's right. really fucking It's really, gross. it's really. Yeah. But but it, I mean, the the stupid part is that he's somehow he somehow seems to be thinking that that if if the South had won, if the Confederate if the Confederacy had won, that slavery would have ended. That, that, that the Confederacy would have taken over the whole country. No, there would be two separate countries. Countries. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. Depending on, on where Look, you live. He's he's almost finished here. We'd have been better off with that than what we have now. When Abraham Lincoln ushered in this this beast of a federal system, a federal government. Um, that, before, that, was, that was not Abraham Lincoln. That was Lincoln. before Lincoln, dumbass. <laughs> and um, the Confederacy. So I can't take people the, like this seriously because they don't yeah. know what they're talking about. No, they, they have don't. And they, the, Confederate, the Confederacy would have had the same federal system. It would. Yep. They they <laughs> had the same. They had the same system. They were establishing the same government essentially. Yeah, states' rights was a joke. It was a joke like it is now. Yeah, <laughs> that was just their excuse for wanting to keep slaves. And, mm-hmm. and it was just a bunch of states that all agreed that had their own constitution, their own federal constitution. And one of the primary parts of it was keeping slaves. Yeah. There mm-hmm. was a Confederate constitution. And that like meant a one of the first lines was slavery. So yes. mm-hmm. like there was <sighs> there, one of their base tenets was that they needed like slavery was a right like guns. Yeah, I just made that comparison. Yeah, I did. That's funny. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined... Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. If you're saying this part over here it says God made land animals and man on the same day is not true, then ultimately, why should I believe this bit over here? Apologists are going to use this, and I don't want them to, and that's the only reason I'm bringing it up on the show to this whole fucking week. 
is that uh, according to vice.com there's a ha- there has been a gemstone that has been found an extremely rare gemstone okay. that made researchers think that there are oceans that exist hundreds of miles beneath the earth and this could go into the theory of you know where the f- water would have come from fro- for the flood that happened on the earth but l- let's just talk about this real quick okay. the gemstone in question is called ringwoodite which is created when olivine, a material that is extremely common in the mantle, is mm-hmm. highly pressurized. Okay. And when it's exposed to less pressurized environments, it reverts into olivine. It has previously been seen in meteorites and created in a laboratory, but until now has never been found in a sample of the Earth's mantle. Ooh. So a diamond expert uh, by the name of Graham Pearson from the University of Alberta came across a seemingly worthless three millimeter piece of brown diamond that had been found in uh, Brazil when he was researching another type of mineral. Inside that diamond, we're talking three millimeter piece. This is really fucking tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, within that diamond, he and his team found the, the, the crystal ringwoodite, and they found that roughly 1.5% of that, that mineral's weight was made up of trapped water. So, and they said wow. here that the water had to get in somehow, and using analysis of its depth and its water makeup, Pearson suggests uh, that it, there's water deep beneath the Earth's surface and a lot of it. So he's extrapolating from a tiny little piece of diamond of, that he found this, where there's a lot of this out there. Okay, so one person mm. is speculating. I mean, I'm it's not... A, it's, it's, a, it's a hypothesis. It's a hypothesis. It's a hypothesis. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay, so that's not an interesting hypothesis it certainly is i i would hope that i it doesn't sound it doesn't it doesn't jive with my current understanding but i don't understand most things so we have a another researcher that went over the analysis of this guy's findings by the name of hans kepler Mm -hmm. of the university of beirut in germany he confirmed the predictions of from high pressure laboratory experiments that a water reservoir comparable in size to all of the oceans combined Whoa. is hidden deep within the earth's mantle and it says here that the earth's crust including the deepest parts of the oceans reached depths of prof- uh, of roughly 100 kilometers from mm-hmm. there the upper mantle takes up about another 300 kilometers between there and the lower mantle is where this piece of ringwoodite was originally from an area between 410 and 660 kilometers beneath the earth's surface known as the transition zone that's a long fucking way into the yeah, planet i can only imagine imagine the pressure that's in there jesus man uh and it says here the scientists have long been divided about what exactly is in this transition zone we've known that much of the upper mantle is made up of olivine Mm-hmm. As Kepler said, and scientists have long thought that the Earth contained reservoirs of deep water beneath the crust, but they weren't sure whether the water existed as low as the transition zone, which now they have because they found this mineral. Okay, so now there's uh, some the, speculation. There's okay. Well, some say that much of the ocean's water may have originated there. Others say that it is likely completely dry. So they're not saying everybody's in fucking concert there's here. There's certainly so. not a consensus here. Basically, right. this right. is interesting and, and i guarantee mm-hmm. that should there be more knowledge gained which i'm sure we will mm-hmm. there will be eventually a, uh, be a consensus and the people who right now are sure that there are oceans should they be proven wrong most of those scientists are going to go oh. now here's the interesting thing is that pearson's findings because that little piece of mineral that he found yeah he 
he says that 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 is everything's changed now because in his paper he said that there are two possible explanations for the water within that mineral. He said one, uh, the water within the ringwoodite reflects inheritance from a hydrous diamond forming fluid from which the inclusion grew as a synergetic phase, blah, 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 blah. In no, this model, not, the hunt, blah, blah, blah. not sorry. No, 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 not getting into it because this is what this guy, this is, this is his nerd. This is what he's into, <laughs> Wait, you know? I, that's fantastic. Mm. I don't So it, essentially in, in dumb person talk, he says that the extreme pressure and chemical makeup at those depths spontaneously creates water. Right. Okay. We know that can happen. Okay. Alternatively, he says here that that is a protogenetic, uh, of this crystal here is that it was present before encapsulation by the diamond and its water content reflects that of the ambient transition zone. So he says in that model, the water and the ring are already there and the, it absorbs some of the water. Either way you slice it, there is a lot of water in this transition zone. Both models implicate a transition zone that is at least locally water rich. Interesting. So how does this rock come from at least 410 miles beneath the surface, get up to a riverbed in Brazil? Volcanoes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. that's about yeah. the only way yeah. it can, Tectonics. guys. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't going to be like somebody fucking like Jules Verne themselves down there to yeah. go. Get yeah, this no, kind of definitely thing. not. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh. So yeah, it was probably just plate tectonics. Eventually worked it up to the surface, and just it's it, it says here that it was coincidence that Pearson was able to analyze it before the ringwoodite turned back into its non-pressurized form. Wow. And he says it was luck. He said discovery, and there, as mm-hmm. are many scientific discoveries. Yeah. And so at least it gives us the opportunity to think that there could be oceans beneath our oceans, but at the same time, it's not going to work for your fucking apologetics, Christians. No. (sighs) Not going to work, so don't even think of fucking co-opting this thing. That doesn't... Man. Uh, Well, you know, the Earth opened up, and then there was water that came upon it, and it's like, you were the same assholes that but thought that, that there was like this ice shell around the planet that started falling down, like when when Adam sinned. Mm-hmm. You okay, know? but you said that the that it rained, though. So, so then God just had to poof it from below the planet, hold everything in place. If there is water there, that it just stayed there, and then he rained it down on the planet, and then flooded everything, and then it went back into those reservoirs. But then, why flood the planet at all? <laughs> Where God have been over there? Felicia, Where quit asking these these hard to answer Why? questions for those Christians out there. Blood, because he had to, because he had to take the water from down there, but the oceans didn't sink into yes. them. And he had to like push it out, and like I mean, yes, I, a magical being that could do all the things could do this, but then a magical <laughs> being that could do all these things could also just go. Uh, everyone I want dead is dead. Poof. Yeah. There Poof. You go. Dead. No, we're going to make this ringwoodite in the fucking, oh, yeah, like, 400 miles beneath the crust. I just, like, tweak it. And, <laughs> and then, and then like, they're like, oh, but he was going for subtlety. Oh, he was going for subtlety? He was going for subtlety and rain that floods the entire fucking planet? That doesn't even make fucking sense. Yeah, if, if anything, the god of the Old Testament is not fucking subtle less, at so all. A little less. <laughs> gravity not work the same? Makes, makes, like, the water cycle does not work the same? That's, I mean, that's as an incredible a feat as just for this, that's way more incredible, way more complex and way, way more scary than like just poofing people that because you want to know what happens all the time is just people are dead a lot. All of a sudden, fucking the plague, the Spanish, the Spanish flu, like mm-hmm. people just dead all the time just happens. 
<laughs> like, yeah, people just die. That's the thing. If, you if, know? if the stories were, and then a lot of people died really suddenly, we would have no time scale for that. And you would have us atheists going, could have just been a plague. And they were like, said it happened yeah. all at once. Like, we don't know. We weren't there. Like, Shut we up, could, atheist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's still better than floods the entire planet, which is just like, that's, that's like bad spy movie convoluted. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It just doesn't. <laughs> you know what it does sound like, though? It sounds like ancient peoples who had no concept of a water cycle mm-hmm. or uh, right. how things happen. Well, and, and experienced a serious flood in their area and really yeah. didn't understand the entire globe as a thing. Yeah. Um, just had a really bad flood and were like, a lot of people died in a flood. Yeah. You got like a lot of it was really <laughs> be scary. wary of flooding. You know? <laughs> well, and not to mention, not to mention the fact that that's just a really terrible way to kill everybody. Because it's not like Noah was the only person with a boat. <laughs> there were other boats. There were other boats. I'm sure some people would realize that, they, that that shit was happening when it's raining and doesn't stop and the water is getting pretty high. Better take a couple of these logs and put them together. Sandbagging has been a thing forever. Or you, you can know, just, you know. If- be like the guy, be like the lady from Titanic and just ride on top of a fucking door. I mean, yeah, right on the door. So I'm sorry. Everybody who lived around Noah, if he's building this boat for like years, I'm pretty sure they go, What the fuck is this guy doing? Is that a boat? He's building a boat. Why is he building a big a boat? fucking boat? Why is he building a big fucking boat? I don't know. Like, he can't guard all of that. Let's just go ahead and sneak on. <laughs> he's building a boat. Does he know something we don't I know humans and we're inherently criminal. So. <laughs> Because that fucking curiosity, mm-hmm. as we talked maybe, about previously. Maybe we should build a boat, too. I don't know. Eh. Let's just take his. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's not your apologetic. Don't even fucking try using it. Because yeah. we had to science the way into this shit. You're not going to be able to god your way out of it. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to X and all his kin. They would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back Wednesday to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Outcast. That is. Set a spell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now, dear. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this episode. And we're going to be back on Wednesday like we always are with our second episode, number 196. So if you haven't, you know, you really should go and become a patron so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there. But we still have plenty of stuff for you guys to listen to for free everywhere else. So uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get to thanking those patrons that have supported us throughout the last couple of years and who continue to do so on a monthly basis. I love all of these people equally. Uh, Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, hosts of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Rob Otto, Mike Yoakum, Finno 3000, Mr. Mahoney, Cindy Spears, Scott John Harrison, Nathaniel Cavalona, Andrew Medina, George Green, and Stacey Startzel. 
We really do appreciate all of the support that you guys continue to give us each year and all the help that you give us making the show. So from the bottom of my burning bosom, I want to thank all of you so much for the love that you've shown for us. However, before we wrap it up, we always have to remind folks that if you don't have the ability to share your income or, you know, the love, share the love of the show that you have with others, uh, just get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. You can even just do simple things like subscribe on YouTube. Anyway, uh, the show would be complete garbage without our listeners, and we realize that. So with that, it's time to bring episode number 190, what was it, 5? Yeah, 95 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Say
And now it's time for comments from trolls. And this one comes to us from a perfectly acceptable asshole. I don't know what the hell that means. Of uh, the name of Mr. Applewine. Gross. Okay, whatever. Whatever, man. Uh he and this is in response to the the other comments from trolls we did about uh what the fuck is his name? He's so far out of my Lawrence fucking Prowse. Like, No, 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 no. This Silverman. was the Oh. Da yeah, Dave Silverman. Oh, yes, Silverman. About. Yes, sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm getting my creeps mixed up. Yeah. And he's he, he starts it off with forcibly penetrate. How do you passively penetrate? Um, is that when where the woman is on top? Yeah, that would actually be sure. Passive. Yeah, that, that would be passive. Yeah. Yeah, because you're letting her. Yeah, she's the one. it in, you know. I mean, unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you I just... absolutely passive. There's nothing wrong with passive, but if you're good, you can. Right. Active, I don't. Yeah, but, I don't. But I don't. Penetration is not the same as forcible. You yeah, understand there, that the opposite of yeah. forcible is it passive, right? Right. Yeah. There the we go. Yeah, it's not active. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And active. The, the opposite of active is not active. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, no, not as not in this. Not passive. No. Yeah. <laughs> not passive. No. Okay. So yeah. forcibly penetrate. If you have to put your hands down a lady's pants through her underwear and put your finger into her vagina, that is a forceful penetration. Yes. Without her consent. Because again, yeah. consent was never established. That's that's what that's what and this he continues. is about. Yeah. He oh. continues. So this guy raped her, like yeah. restrained her, and she was like, no stop as in rape? Nope, that's not all that rape is defined to. That's, rape and, isn't just that, dude. And uh, about, about she consent. actually did say no. no. Yeah. And to stop, and he slapped and her. Well, wait, he slapped her, oh, said, yeah. you don't get mm -hmm. to say no to me. That's when she used red, which is, you only use safe words after you've had a conversation on consent. Like, that you, mm, that yeah. is, that, those safe words are the clear to removing consent. Not, mm -hmm. you're not giving consent until, like, you say a safe word. No, you establish consent. Yeah. And safe words are removing consent. <laughs> it yeah. takes it takes a lot of it takes a lot of groundwork for uh, for there to be implied consent. And also, I, <laughs> I don't honestly I don't think it's ever implied. Like I think that when <laughs> right. you know each other well, you you know what your love language well, right. is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that's different. That's, that, that's yeah. Language that's what I mean. By, but, and yeah. lack and and saying no isn't limited to verbal communication. Just like saying yes isn't limited to verbal communication. Yeah. Holy fuck. And, <laughs> and she was clearly resisting this entire time. Rape isn't just the, the violent kind. And the thing is that women can't always say no. Like, we, we can't fight back because they could kill us. Does he not understand that men can just beat us to death very easily? It is not... I mean, I am a tiny woman. I, David Silverman was bigger than me. He wasn't a particularly big guy. He's it's a twerpy guy. Yeah. <laughs> he would have over. He would have been easily able to overpower me. That's the reality. And when you're put in a bad situation, saying no is can be more dangerous. Yeah. So That's he continues. He continues on here. He says, do we actually know what the claims are specifically? Yeah, yeah because yeah, it's in the do. article. Mm -hmm. uh, because this isn't very specific. It's specific enough for us to have fucking 
Oh, this is, I think, our fourth clip that we've done about this thing. It was pretty fucking specific. It was pretty if specific. If so, yeah. that is serious. If she was just going along with it and didn't just didn't say anything contrary to her actions, then that is just stupid. This has nothing to do with smoking if, marijuana or going if, to the roof. If, 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 yeah, there's a whole motherfucker, lot of there. <laughs> go read the fucking article. Go yeah. read the yeah. BuzzFeed article. Don't rely on us we're to read her. fucking news yeah. for you. We're talking. We're not news. We're yeah. entertainment. We're, we're we're fucking commentary on shit. Yeah, we're talking and, about something else. Go go read the source material for yourself. And he did these things. There is every. He lost his fucking job because there's enough evidence that he did these things. And well, honestly, yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This person is commenting. On our responding to a troll, responding to one of our videos, like how invested yeah. this is like layer four, dude. Yeah, you need to go to layer one. <laughs> invested are you in believing that this man could not possibly be a rapist? That this is the you clearly are not aware of the source material. You, I don't even know if you know who David Silverman is. Person, uh, Apple Wine, whatever. Uh, Mister Apple Wine. No, I'm not no. giving him the Mister uh, Apple Wine, buddy. Um, are you even familiar with David Silverman? Are you just so invested in the idea that women lie about being raped that you are willing to defend him like this? What's the percentage? Like 2%? 2% uh, yeah, of rape allegations are false. 2%? Hmm. That's pretty, that's pretty small. That's a very especially, fucking slim margin there. Especially, <laughs> especially if you factor in how many are not even reported. Yeah, exactly. How many people don't the say vast, anything? Like the vast majority don't get reported. And of those that get reported, the vast majority never make it to trial. And of mm -hmm. the ones that make it to trial, the vast majority don't result in conviction. And it's not because the victim lied. It's because beyond a shadow of a doubt is the level to which we have to convict. This is what makes it difficult. This is what makes it what's hard. The, what's the, the joke that's going around about the Bill Cosby thing? Like 60 victims, 10 years, and finally gets like two convictions or something like that? Or... It yeah. took so much fucking work just to get just to this. Get that one so. conviction. And yeah. the thing is that we are not condemning David Silverman in a court of law. It is reasonable to believe he did these things <laughs> without him being found guilty. You see, yeah. because people are guilty of things all the time that there's not enough legal evidence to convict on. That's a thing that happens. But there mm -hmm. is enough evidence here in the real world that he lost his fucking job. And like, there is enough evidence in the real fucking world that the stories are corroborated at the time. There are text messages describing the incident at the fucking time. This was years ago. So she's been playing this con since the day after she said it happened. That's <laughs> insane for nothing. She didn't report it because there's not because we that's, know. That's Alex know Jones levels can. of conspiracy right that's, here. That's... Yeah, that, that is a long. Oh, and. The victims aren't getting shit from him. You see, they're no. not getting money. They're not going to get anything. All they get to do is expose. Yeah, Dave Silverman that is not a rich victimized. man. Yeah, know. no, they he's were exposed not. that they were victimized. How fun is that? How fun? How fucking fun is that? <laughs> and so this person goes. He says that all this talking about going to the roof and the, a roof is not a place for sex tells me nothing. Some people may have sex on the roof, especially if they are high on marijuana. Uh, with established consent, motherfucker. Otherwise, yeah. it's right. Sure, sure. Oh, sure. and here's here's the best line of the whole thing here is near the bottom where he says, you guys are acting like children. 
as if there is all those code about coffee and agreeing to stuff, as if after a moment there is some path that you agreed to which can't be changed, and yes, if you can. misunderstand, that is rape. No, you absolutely can always change your path. You can always change it. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. We were talking about, hey, do you want to come to my room for a drink? Means what? Yeah. Do you want to come to my room and have a drink? You that's know? what it means. Or do, let's have a conversation. Let's chat about this or something like mm -hmm. that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you might be hinting at sex, but that's why there's more conversations about consent. Yeah, yeah, there, there that's are, why there it continues are more conversations. after you yes, get to the yeah, room. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, hmm? who the f and what is he? Does he think coffee means sex? Because I'm in the dating world and coffee means coffee. Yeah, yeah. If someone asks me, "Hey, do you want to come up for a cup of coffee?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I, That's I love coffee. coffee. <laughs> I want some coffee." It's yeah. Coffee. Oh, but we're being children about this because oh, you know if you right. if you can't change your children. path. You know, if it's all misunderstood, then that's rape. It's like, no, dude. No, no, no this is not. It's... We're not talking about a misunderstanding. That's <laughs> no. a really good example of one that wasn't rape. Aziz Ansari. Because yeah. she finally. With oh, yeah. We caught shit about that. too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still. You know what? I'm still there. Like I. He, mm -hmm. She withdrew consent. By the mm -hmm. way, she withdrew consent several times, but not entirely. And he did follow those consent boundaries that she was setting. Mm -hmm. And that was misunderstandings. Yeah, she was trying to communicate something he wasn't understanding, but he never did rape her. They never had sex. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> he, he never forced. The only time his penis entered her was her mouth, and that was a passive because she went down on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but according to this guy, that isn't how sex works at all. Yeah, I don't exactly. think you I think know, how sex, I don't works, think you know how sex works. I think yeah, I, I, they're yeah. terrifying. You don't know how sex works. And they're going to come and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> but what's what's even more concerning is he doesn't understand the difference between sex and consent. He knows that women are a part of sex, right? Like, they're not just an object you fuck, but they're a person that you're engaging with. This is a partner, not it's an It's supposed object. to be a mutual thing. It's a mutual know. experience. Right. It's a shared experience. It you is both not, should be right. enjoying yourself. You should be, should be, don't should be. define the parameters of consent that is a conversation you have together. And you should be having it throughout set. Mm -hmm. Oh, something I fucking love. Something I fucking love. I don't care how weird or kinky the sex is getting. I love it when the guy checks in. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah. That, <laughs> oh my God. It makes you feel so fucking safe. Oh, I mm -hmm. love it. Like, it's the best. It's the fucking best. Are you okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Great. Let's do this. Like, <laughs> and that's like, right. Let's even push this further. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's important. It's, it's really important to check in. You know, you have to go. You doing okay? My jaw's getting tired. Are you doing okay? <laughs> I've got TMJ. <laughs> <ladies>. <laughs> are we? Are we all? Are we almost there? Because if your partner's not having a good time, switch up methods. <laughs> I've, I've gone from English to Mandarin. Now I'm on Cyrillic. Come on, lady. <laughs> you guys can say, like... It's hard to make these accent marks, please. No, <laughs> man. <laughs> I feel bad for some guys. Like, I don't... It doesn't take me 20. It takes me two. <laughs> A, B, done. <laughs> Great. Great. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.